who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another 2021 episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I know this is our second show for the year, but this is the first one I'm on, so Happy New Year to everybody out there. I am your host tonight, not Dave Koch, not Pat Gennetti, not Chuck Fitzgerald, but it's me, Joe Quattrochi, coming to you live from uh, Volusia County, Florida here. And joining me tonight on our second show of 2021, my fellow Floridian from Orange County, Florida, Mr. Dave Koch. Thank God I'm not hosting tonight. Okay. And from uh, our friends up in Erie County, New York, we have Mr. Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know? All right. Also, why'd you say Erie County? That that threw me off. Well, I was curious. I was just kind of mixing it up tonight. Okay. Well, it's very well, good. Then. Well, Buffalo is a scary place, so I can see why it would be Erie. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's three Erie counties in uh, the three surrounding states: Erie County, New York; Erie County, Pennsylvania; and Erie County, Ohio. I wish I had the uh, soundbite for the more you know. I'm sure we could put that in our day, right? You know, but but Chuck yeah, is in the good Chuck, Chuck is in the good Erie County. It's Erie County, New York, the Empire State. So uh, absolutely. Anyhow, anyhow so uh, on tonight's show, we were kind of throwing. It is 2021. It is our second show of the year. Uh, but I came up with a, a show idea, and I shared it with Dave and Chuck. And uh, you know, it's 2021, and a lot of people are saying, "Thank God it's a new year." And What's this new year going to bring? And I figure since this is a Disney podcast, we would go and maybe throw out some fun predictions. Uh, I would say unscientific predictions, Dave and Chuck, right? It's just kind of like we have no inside knowledge of this, but we're just going to throw a bunch of spaghetti against the wall, as we say, and see what sticks. Yeah, uh, that, that, that is correct. Joseph. That's pretty much, yeah. 2020 predictions for what we think about Walt Disney World. It could be parks related. It could be 
rumors, restaurants, resorts, DVC, theme, you know, uh, any kind of a, you know, theme shows, anything like that. It could be whatever we think uh, we think may happen or may not happen in 2021. So this is going to be kind of just, uh, you know, our unscientific, unknowledgeable predictions of what we think the future will hold for the Walt Disney World Resort in 2020, which is a big year for it since it is also the 50th anniversary coming up this October. So to start off the show, uh, Dave, uh, for, do you want me to go first since this is my show topic or do you want me to start with you? How do you guys want to start off uh, tonight's show? Who wants to go first? I, I can go that... first. Okay. All right, Chuck, go ahead. So my prediction for 2021 is, is going to be a little bit of a bold one. And it is going to be only one new ride will open, but we're going to lose at least three rides throughout the entire park. I actually really agree with that. I do too. I I really agree with that. It's going to be a net negative in 2021 for attractions and resorts, or excuse me, attractions and rides at the Walt Disney World Resort. Well, that ride that's going to open, Ratatouille. Mm -hmm. Nothing else will open. Yeah, I mean, I I could definitely see that, especially after this week with them sealing up Tron, and uh, that looks like that's pretty much shut down. Um, you know, if, if, you know, if anything else, if uh, guardians ever opens up, I think it's next year as well. They're holding off on that one. So it seems like Ratatouille has been the one that is, uh, um, Dave, what are you doing? What? What is all that noise? Oh, we're live live here. We're live, Dave. Sorry. I dropped my contact. Do it live. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Ratatouille is going to be the only one to open up. And that's a pretty safe bet. Um, I've heard that there are issues with Guardians and any photography, like principal photography for the filming, um, because everything is screens, now with a Z. Um, And then Tron, obviously, they sealed that up. So I I really think it's a safe bet that only Ratatouille will be opening this year, and that will be the 50th. Chuck, what do you think uh, are the attractions we will lose? So this is a little bit scary. I think on the cutting blocks are some of your more cast-heavy attractions, um, including my beloved Muppet Vision 3D. Interesting. On top of that, I think you can lose at least one over at Epcot. Um, what would that be? See that that's where it gets a little tough because Disney right now is going through budget cuts, as with most other companies. I'm wondering if you don't lose Finding Nemo and they turn that into Moana's Waterworld. Hmm. Okay, I do- I, I doubt it. I doubt it highly, but I think it's a very real possibility. And then third attraction that we may lose this year, um, I would be very surprised if um, the railroad opened up again. Uh, Definitely not 2021. I could definitely see that because Tron's not open yet. And they're going to keep that shut down until Tron's open. Yep. At what point do they just say, you know what? Here are the stations. 
Yeah, because they don't want to take people. They they wouldn't want to take people through a construction zone and. Exactly. But, I mean, there's only so many scrims you can put up and everything, and just. Yeah. So so we're going to be looking at a net negative. For the Walters New World Resort in terms of attractions in 2021. Now, Dave, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up Chuck's. Uh, sentiment here and this is one of my predictions i'm gonna kind of jump in front of this because it kind of it, it kind of coincides is one of my predictions is that i don't have any like I, said, I don't have any knowledge of this but splash mountain always goes down in january during marathon weekend and that's coming up this weekend um and i know that's supposed to be they've been evacuating people the last couple weekends uh they're having some issues with it it usually goes down in the winter time for refurb I have a feeling, and it's been fast-tracked. The overlay for Princess of the Frog has been fast-tracked. I have a feeling that if Splash goes down anytime soon, it will be down for the rest of the year. And it will be a cheaper overlay of... So I haven't seen a lot of the plans for Princess and the Frog, but I have a feeling that they will take it down, they will rush the overlay, and essentially it will be a cheap version for the 50th. And we will lose Splash for the whole year until October. Now, you see, I thought that that would be probably the most, right as that overlay would be totally on the back burner. Because I feel I, like, I feel like basically that um, the the thing that they're going to want to get eventually back up and everything, and I know they're going to stop it, but I feel like the Star Wars Hotel is eventually going to be the thing that they want to get back up because they're going to look to that as their cash cow to give it to re-energize themselves in a later time. So I kind of feel like that would be the highest priority after like after the current attractions. Uh, from my understanding of just talking to various people, uh, Ratatouille is ready to go. It's just there's just a couple of uh, you know there's a couple of uh, pa some paperwork some uh, I's need to be dotted some T's need to be crossed and um, they have been doing some testing and everything with it but uh, I have a funny feeling that they're kind of waiting for a more prosperous time to uh, reopen it later in the year you know maybe see how people start to travel and everything and kind of maybe do a uh, promotion a, a promotion around ratatouille and kind of just i don't see it opening early this year even though it's ready to go i i think that they're just going to uh, basically hold off because you know now they would have to take cast away from other places at this point and cast is starting to come back but it's coming it's coming back in um you know various uh, various sections so you know nobody in attractions lost their jobs but at the same time they're trying to now um, they're trying to stretch it so capacity is going down on, on the rides and stuff like that so i don't see ratatouille to at least the fall even though it can technically probably go now i i think that may be a little bit delayed i i'm thinking easter really mm-hmm do you think as we get a vaccine more um, for the summer, you think more, I tend to think more people would be more open to uh, traveling. Do you think that they might try to do some type of summer promotion with that? Well, potentially, potentially, but I, I think they're going to want to try to open it to locals and 
you know, your your food and wine crowd, or excuse me, your flower and garden crowd first. So I'm thinking March, April. Yeah, and it's also going to get people past spring break, Dave. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, right, it's, it's going to drop off, right? I mean, the January is a slower time of year, right? It will pick up you know around spring break where they really don't need any help but once it kind of dies that kind of dies off i like i agree with chuck they'll probably bring that in to maybe introduce food uh flower and garden with with ratatouille possibly um also too is the numbers listen it is what it is right um covid's gonna drop when the weather gets warmer i mean you know and as the vaccine rolls out to people more people across the country the numbers are gonna start dwindling because it's not the winter time um you know, people will start to feel better about traveling a little bit more. I've, I've, we've seen the crowds right now. I mean, so it's busy in the parks now for the, at the capacity that they're at. So I think that's all going to be a combination of people are going to feel better about moving around. People want to move around now. Yeah, they're going to be stir crazy after being inside winter all year. And uh, that'll give them something new to come down to. Maybe a little carrot at the end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I want my Disney fix, but oh, there's also Ratatouille now. That also gets all the locals to come back too as well. So I definitely agree with Chuck on that on that one. Um, Dave, do you have uh, a separate one to add on to, uh, your predictions for 2021? At the moment, it was all basically around Ratatouille. So that's why I kind of jumped on with that. I do have a, I do have a prediction that once, uh, once they do actually have a mass rollout of a vaccine, I think that Disney is going to try to pull out all the stops to you know, create all these different parties, create all of these different events that are going to really entice both locals and uh, travelers to come. You know, they can get a they can get a huge crowd, and you know, I, I know I'm a character guy, but they can get a huge crowd in just by offering uh, photo. It doesn't even it can even be socially distanced photos with some of the um, rarer characters. So I think they're going to get really creative with ways to kind of get people into the parks. And I'm excited about that being a local because, you know, I'm like, you know what, bring it on. Let's see what, let's, let's see what they can do. Water parks are reopening. Yeah. I mean, that's, listen, anytime anything is reopening, it's, uh, it, it's always a positive sign. Like that's, I've said this on other shows in the past, Dave, where, you know, you know, I'm tired of things being closed. And I understand, listen, I understand the reality. So anybody's listening out there, I get it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I understand that. But listen, when you go to the Disney bubble, you want things to be open. And we all want things. We all want to go to our favorite spots, you know. I mean, I just saw, for an example, how the uh, the walk-up window at Beaches and Cream closed. Why, I don't know. But <laughs> it's closed now. So go figure. You can't walk up to Beaches and Cream anymore. So, yeah. That's a um, shame. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that one. But, but the Via Napoli window is open. Yeah, I cool. mean that's like I said, it doesn't make any nice. sense, but uh Chuck, what's uh what other kind of predictions you have for twenty twenty one for Disney World? What so for what Disney World, I think we're gonna go from attractions now to restaurants. I think we're only gonna get one restaurant that opens up during this year, and it's not going to be the uh like the open air atmosphere thing that they were gonna do at Epcot, but it is going to be at Epcot and it's gonna be space two twenty. That's going to open up, but I bet you they change it to 221. Just, you know, for funsies. What does 220 signify anyways? Oh, Dave, I forgot what that means. It means, uh, do you know what that is at the top of your head? There yeah, is a well, significance to it. I'll, uh, as I tell my students, GTS, so I will do that now. Um, I've been informed that it could be the amount of miles to the yeah. the moon. 
or like hundreds of miles. That sounds plausible. Dave is going to confirm that with the Googles, but uh, well, thank God we, we are sponsored this week by the Googles. The Googles, that's right. Yeah, well, I mean, than the Googles, by the way. By the way, that that restaurant is due to open. I mean, like it was supposed to be done in 2019, and we're in 2021 already. It's like, I mean, Ellis, I understand they had an issue with the chef back in the end of 2019, and they had to redo something, and then the the March the pandemic came, and it's like, okay, we understand it, but right. This, so I, I'm thinking this, rate, this is going like, to be your late open. This is going to be your late fall um, open. Yeah, because you're they're probably not going to want to open that during, uh, you know, I think they're going to strategically place these openings. Like, I don't think they're going to open a bunch of things together. They're going to open up like, you know, Ratatouille here. They're going to open up Space 220. They might open up Space Space 220 before Ratatouille. I mean, they might just to get some kind of interest in there, bring more people to Future World. That, I mean, it's only a small restaurant, but I'm just kind of thinking outside the box. Like, you wouldn't put every, and I think that's why they're delaying some of these other rides, these other attractions like Tron. Why open up everything during when you're at like 30% capacity? Correct. Or whatever it is now, it makes no sense. So they're almost like pacing themselves. It's like, well, now it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, it's, it's not like they're competing against Universal to like open up new attractions. Like everybody's kind of in the same boat right now. Right. Because Universal isn't open, opening up anything either. So they don't have to race against the clock as it were. Yeah. Well, while Dave looks up uh, what 220 means or confirms uh, what that number is, uh, one of the other ones I had on my list was, and like I said, this, I'm just throwing this out there, but I don't think, and I could be wrong with this, I don't think we'll see any fireworks at the Magic Kingdom until the 50th anniversary. Um, I think you'll okay. see. Har- I think you'll see Harmonious at Epcot before you see anything at the Magic Kingdom. That's a little bit of a bold prediction, but they it's are a very, installing. They are installing the barges, the the Choco Tacos. Here's the thing about that, though. As much as they're installing right now, all the framework is already there for Happily Ever After to just pick up where it was left off. And the reason I'm saying this, like I said, I have no inside information on this. This is just me as a fan thinking outside the box, having a little bit of fun with our predictions. But I'm thinking that, like, it's Disney World's 50th. It's the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary. It's the Magic Kingdom and it's the Magic Kingdom Resort Area's 50th. It's not the studios or anything. So that's where it happened 50 years ago. And I think that's where the big, even though I know they said years ago, remember, they were like, oh, it's going to be around Epcot. There's going to be a lot of new things. So that That's going away because Epcot's a giant construction site still. So I think that they're going to try to maybe do maybe some kind of bigger spectacular possibly, or at least just have fireworks. I don't know. I mean, I was never a big fan of Happily Ever After when it first came out. I love the show now, <laughs> so I kind of miss it. You know, I it agree. Would be, it would be great to to have. You know, they're going to have crowds there anyway, so it's like you know, have the fireworks, have people around Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake watching. I mean, so I don't know. It's just it's a little bit of a bold prediction, Chuck. Like like I said, you know, uh, or like you said, it's just, it's a fun one. I have no inside knowledge of that, but I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I would keep that in my back pocket if I was Disney. I would maybe wait. It's like you haven't had it in how long? So, Dave, how are we doing with that 220? Just want to uh, just to confirm it so I can feel better about ourselves. Pretty much right now, all I'm finding is information about just pictures of construction and everything. So, I actually did find it uh, thanks to our friends over at ZiggyKnowsDisney.com. All right. On their Space 220 overview, Space 220 is located 220 miles above the Earth. There you go. See, we all learned something new tonight. Interesting. And uh, Heather was right on that, just for clarity. For, oh. for point of order, Heather was and right. As you that said was that, not my 
I found it on I found it on the uh, website of the company that owns the restaurant. The Patina Group. Yes. Fun fact, they also own Via Napoli. They own a lot of stuff. They really do own a lot of stuff. <laughs> um So J- Dave, mm-hmm. what is your opinion on the uh, the fireworks situation? Dave, whoever yeah, you are. Throw your two cents in, man. Honestly, I really don't think that they can affect the, while social distancing measures are still in, in in effect, I don't see any way that they can properly do it at uh, at Disney. It works very well at Busch Gardens and at SeaWorld because of the open air areas, it's easier. For, it's easier for uh, team members to kind of just go and police people around it. It might work at Epcot because there's kind of a similar around the lagoon type of uh, build that SeaWorld has. At uh, Busch Gardens, they actually do it out in a field that's close to their newest uh, roller coaster that hasn't yet opened, Iron Gwazi, and. They actually have socially distanced benches, and they actually make people sit for the show. The, the fireworks displays that they do are only like eight minutes long over there, and the one that SeaWorld just did for Christmas, it was it ran for five minutes, but it ended. There was a there was a Christmas ice skating show, and at the end of the show, the fireworks start. So most people are socially distanced in a stadium watching the show first, and it overlooks the water. So. They haven't. They have it easier on crowd control, but in the Magic Kingdom, you know, right now there's not enough workers. Right, away. you know, for workers to kind of go through the hub and make sure that everybody is social distancing while the fireworks are going on. That that one, no. Right. It's just it's a logistical nightmare. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I I agree with you on that. I think we get fireworks for October one. Okay. I can, that, that was a very good uh, or thought there, Joseph. But yeah. just to go back to the Patina Restaurant Group for a second, mm-hmm. the, fun fact, their majority share owner is Delaware North. Does anyone know where Delaware North is uh, headquartered? Buffalo. Downtown Buffalo. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, well, Delaware North used to do the food at the Meadowlands. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they also uh, have Bush Stadium. The Gideon Putnam Resort and Spa, Kennedy Space Center, and Niagara Falls. There you go. And actually, I've never had an issue with the the food at the at the Meadowlands. So whenever I used to go to the Jet Games, um, it was always okay. And I did have some club seats uh, through some friends, and the food was pretty good down there too. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. they have Naples Forty Five Restaurante e Pizzeria in uh, Midtown. They have the Lincoln Restaurante in uh, the Upper West Side. Uh, Isn't Chef there a Naples in um, in Disneyland also? They, they got they got something in Brooklyn. Oh really? What do they got? Uh, oh wait, why did I never put that together? Huh? Patina Two Fifty is owned by the Patina Group in downtown Buffalo. How about that? Oh, look at that. Uh, downtown Disney, there is the Taqueria, Napolini Pizzeria, Tortilla Joe's. Uva, Bar and Cafe, Catal Restaurant, and the Naples Restaurant, Restaurante E Bar, which is all located in the downtown Disney District in Anaheim. 
Uh, th does anyone else own anything out there? Rainforest Cafe. Go on. Entries. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of restaurants, Dave, I just want to know, I know you are one of the bigger fans of this, but have you, since you are the most local of any of us, uh, have you been over to Morocco since the transformation of uh, Disney taking back the pavilion? I have. Is it the vibe a little different at all? Not really. I mean, I I go to get my picture at the wall all the time. Whenever, I know whenever we know you love. We all love the wall. <laughs> whenever I'm in, whenever I'm in uh, Disney, you know, you got you got to go to the wall, you know, because of the wall. But honestly, it seems like the same the same wares that go on in that are uh, available in the gift shops are still there. Marrakesh is still not open, which is a crying shame. Um, I understand why. I mean, it you could walk in there at any time on a regular day and everything. I personally think that Marrakesh is the uh, most underrated restaurant on Disney property. But, you know, with those numbers already the way it was doing on, on a regular day, you know, COVID time, I can see I could see why it's not the best uh, business decision to open it up now. Now we know uh, you have uh, we we know you have uh, your ear to the ground with you have some birdies that you talk to. Any uh, any rumors about if that's going to open anytime soon or no? I definitely know that was you were a big fan of. Uh, used to always even during our snack crawls or any of our our, our food shows you used to always bring up you know, the Moroccan pavilion and I've kind of uh, grown to like uh, some of my chicken shawarma I used to get in there too. You know, it's it funny be... for, for all of how much I like the food in Morocco, either by Spice Road Table or uh, or at Marrakesh or even Tangerine Cafe. For as much as I like that is how much I've been generally disliking the offerings that they've been having at all the festivals. I just haven't been they I haven't been feeling them. Maybe you're just a little sad that the restaurants aren't open right now, Dave. No, just not it's feeling just, it. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but just I just I just haven't found any of the foods appetizing or appealing on it. So it's nothing special. Yeah, no. They've been on. No, they really haven't been doing much. You know, when well, when your um, when your chicken swarmer is being uh, cooked by a guy named George, you know. Yeah, I can understand that. Well, speaking of special, I had a, a couple more here. And, and, and the word special, another one of my predictions here is uh, specials or extras are still not going to return for a while. And what I mean is I, I don't see certain kinds of special activities coming back. Tours, um, spas, uh, boat rentals, all the things that I love to do. Uh, I just don't, don't see them coming back anytime soon unfortunately I, I just I mean I understand like I'm a big fan of the golf courses those are run by Arnold Palmer and you could socially distance on a golf course uh, that's fine but spas and stuff I've been to spas already in Orlando um, a lot of them taking a lot of precautions um, but I guess Disney is not willing to take those risks and uh, which is fine that's their prerogative as, as a company uh, but that and boat rentals and some other things I just I don't see coming back this year or because it's just really the, the demand isn't there, even though those are things that we all love to do, but I just don't see, uh, those kind of act. Yeah. Mini golf, that's stuff to say, but like other things like that, I don't see, uh, 
I don't see coming back. What do you guys think about? Uh, well, first about off, uh, just a little commentary on the mini golf. I was completely shocked when I wanted to go to Win- Winter Summerland, and I actually found out that I had to call Disney and reserve a tee time to go play mini golf. And Dave, what does that tell you? That tells you that there are people on property or people locals that want to do something exactly in Disney and they don't have anything open because there are plenty of, of great mini golf courses in Orlando. Yes, there are. <laughs> Especially Kissimmee too. So that just tells you, Dave, right? When you told me that, I couldn't believe it. I was like, Are you serious? And he's like, Yep. And when so, you drive when you drive like down I four and one ninety two and you pass all of these um other mini golf courses that are out there, they are booming because people are looking for things. The the smaller attractions are really thriving in terms of yeah. that because people are just looking for alternatives. Over there. And we the tried thing- to do an escape room a couple of days ago. And we couldn't even get it. We couldn't even get a reservation because just they were booked up solid for two days. And whatever your view on the pandemic is, it doesn't matter. There are people that are looking to vacation that want to get away. And Florida is the one of the most open states around. I mean, and I, I could I could honestly say this, putting political things aside, you can't go anywhere in Florida without a mask on. So, like, people are taking precautions here. It all depends on your comfort level. And and there's just obviously more places to do things here in Florida. The weather's better. You can do more things outside. Dave can attest to this. The weather has been fantastic the last couple of days through the new year, it's been amazing. It was 80 degrees the last couple of days. Um, so you could be outside and do activities outside. So people are looking for things to do in Orlando. People are traveling again. And, and Joe, th- with that said, that's what perplexes me about no belt boat rentals. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that one, I mean, you could, you can't get more socially distanced than being out on the water. You know? Now, 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 those are run by a separate company. I forgot what the name of the company was. I remember I remember seeing the name at the Contemporary, but I don't know if they're just not doing it right now or maybe the contract is up and Disney has renewed it. I don't, I don't know if there's more to that. We don't know. But you would think that they would want to maybe, if there was a contract involved, they would want to start making some money again. But there's probably a little bit more to that. But, yes, I totally agree with you, Dave. Yeah, that's definitely um, more than meets the eye with that one. Yeah. But, but there's definitely people looking for activities to do. But that's... That's just another thing. I just don't see that coming back. Like just those kinds of things coming back really anytime soon. Chuck, what are your thoughts about that? So it doesn't make sense why some of this stuff is closed, but it does if you consider staffing. Um, okay. Yeah. To, to not have boat rentals, which are a third party company. Yeah, I can't remember the um, I can't remember the name of the company. I remember if you go to the Contemporary Marina, it said such and such likes water sports. Yeah, it just um, so th- when it comes to that, it, it makes sense. Now, I think you're 100 percent right on in park tours not coming back in 2021. Um, I think it's a lot to staff and prepare for because you got to think a lot of those tours are you know they take you indoors they take you into close spaces and they share equipment so when it comes down to the the cleaning aspect of it it's uh it's a it's a lot for disney to try to undertake on a global perspective but if they just have 
to operate their parks, I think that's when um, they're going to succeed. The other thing is, if the parks are reduced to 35-40% capacity, are the tours going to also be reduced to that capacity level? Um, So, does that make sense? Does that justify the cost? Yeah. It definitely makes sense. And by the way, it's Sammy Duval's water sports. I had to look that up. So ah, very I, knew, good then. I knew it was some dude, but uh I knew they did like the uh the surfing lessons. I didn't real I didn't realize that they were also like Yeah, it's like I mean, I guess they do all the water sports, okay. like the, the water no, I mean, at least it's a Sammy Duval's water sports center. Spelled Canadian C E N T R A Century. I, I felt like I, I feel like I should have known that. I no, dude. I, like I think I've known so... that at one time. At one time in my life, I probably could have told you that. And I guess now that I'm a local, I, I'm just become a laid back Floridian. Well, it's just one of those things. Like the brain cells are being used for other things than yeah. the <laughs> little things like that. So, um, Chuck, do you have any uh, any others? I may have one more to throw in, one or two more to throw in. But Chuck or Dave, do you guys have any extras? I'll uh, defer to Dave. In, at this point, don't defer to me because when. He pulled out everything for this one. I was stumped. So that's <laughs> right, why well, I'm like, you host, I'll, I'll, and I'll just piggyback off what you're saying. All right. I, I'll, I'll finish off the show. We'll, we'll make this too long of a show. We're just having a little fun with this. But I got a couple more I just kind of threw down on paper that I was kind of thinking of. Um, I think um, annual passes won't come back until after the 50th anniversary. I thought they were already back. No, they're only renewing for... Am I right, Dave? They, they're only still renewing for, like, you can't buy an annual pass yet, can you? Not technically. I do know a few people that got around it somehow. Yeah, like, and like I, I got mine, but, like, I don't think they're selling new ones, right? Well, no, I actually, I actually know of one person who actually was able to buy an annual pass, and it was only at Disney Springs by showing that they were, that they had family members who had, annual passes and i think they were sold one in mis- by mistake but they were able to get that annual pass okay but it's not being advertised but no it's it, not it, being advertised because i i did have somebody that uh, tried to buy one at a park and they were told no and my reasoning behind that is that there people are, there are i mean obviously the 50th is already booking up like the park passes for that day and i think that they're going to want people are going to be excited to go. There's going to be a few new things opening. Like we've already talked about tonight. And I think that people that gave up their annual passes that don't have them anymore, even Florida residents, Dave, I know you've seen the commercials. They've got some pretty decent deals out there for Florida residents. They're going to want to sell those tickets. People are going to want to be part of the 50th, regardless if they have to wear a face mask or not, you know, and have to social distance. They're going to want to be there and say they were there. Just like I was at Epcot 35, Dave, and you weren't. Um, <laughs> I really but, don't um, care. I know you don't care. I was just teasing you there. But, I'm not an Epcot um, fan right now. Epcot is but, my least favorite park. I understand, Dave. I'm just saying. So, but that was the reasoning um, behind my, that thought. And then my last thought I had, my last prediction, is even with a vaccine coming out, Walt Disney World will be one of the last places to. I guess normalize and go back to normal. Even if the vaccine is super successful and even as a country and as a society and as a world, I think Disney will be erring on the side of caution that their precautions have been really good so far. I don't agree with all the plexiglass and stuff, but you know, they're doing what they can with limiting capacity and all stuff. I think that other things will be getting back to normal or more normal than they 
they were, but I think Disney will be next to last with like going back to the way things were. I think they'll. I totally agree with that. They yeah, have way too much correct. to lose if there's. Like concerns. you will see, you will be able to walk into Publix and Walmart without a mask on before you can even take a mask off at Walt Disney World. Like they will be the very last ones to, to to do that. I honestly would be okay with that as long as they start. Like the one thing I really can't stand, I can't stand the plexiglass. I don't care what anybody says. It's ugly. It gets dirty. You know, it's that's not helping. It looks terrible. Like I just suddenly added those to Small World. I'm like really. You know, what I'm saying that just drives me nuts. So they added like, onto small, small world now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know. So, I know that they had like fiberglass. Uh, they're like eight months behind on it. They've been operating yeah. the attraction for how long? They but, had yeah. fiberglass, fiberglass like uh, hangings on Living with the Land, and you look straight ahead. You can't see anything. Yeah, it's just it's terrible. It's so, all distorted. I mean, you want to, you want to wear a face covering, whatever. That that's you, you do what you got to do to visit the parks, and and I think they'll be the last to, like I said, to go back. But yeah, that the the plexiglass just drives me nuts. So I'm sure there's people that agree with me. If people don't, that's fine. You know, um, I just think that it's just, it's it's distorting the experience. You know, do what you can, space out a little bit. You know, wear your mask. But anyway, I'm not a not a fan of seeing my uh, my view distorted, but. Anyway, that's that's all I got. Just threw down some fun things, just some things that we hope we hope maybe don't come true. We hope maybe we'll get some more attractions this year. Maybe we'll get some more restaurants, and maybe extras will come back. And you know, but uh, we'll see what happens. But I thought this would be a fun show just to throw something different out there. It's 2021. It's a new year. It's a new start. Um, you know, and uh, like I said, we're still lucky. We have Disney World. I'm going this weekend for the. The not so ha- Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. I'm just going for a couple days, just me and Jen, staying at Saratoga. So uh, no Turf Club, Dave. So, so I'll be kind of sad about that still, but uh, my beloved Turf Club. But uh, it'll be good just to get back on property and you know just kind of relax for the weekend. It's supposed to be decent weather. So I have park reservations for this weekend too. See if well, I'm- you know, well you know we're gonna hook up. We always mm-hmm. do. So, but uh, anyhow, Chuck, do you have anything else to uh, add tonight? Um, I miss the cheddar cheese soup. And it misses you. I don't think it thinks about me. Well, when I go this weekend, I'll, I'll we'll talk you to could it. Ask. We'll, yeah, we'll, ask. We'll, yes, can I speak to the vat of soup, please? We'll let it know. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you have a bite for him this time, Joe? <laughs> you know, send him a video of you eating it. I know, right? Yeah. If that's going to be the case, please post that on the Instagram and we can entitle it Joe Eats Things Chuck Cannot. Well, I do have a, uh, and I was supposed to meet up with uh, Florence this weekend, but Florence will not be there. Uh, Florence, shout out to you. We love you. We know you're not going to be able to make uh, this weekend, but um, it's supposed to meet up with her and Dave and Eileen Lawrence uh, and the Shine Golds uh, over at Via Napoli, I believe. I think I still have the ADR there, so I may be in Epcot on Sunday. So if I don't have the soup, uh, Chuck, I will at least take a picture of Canada and send it to you. I could take a picture of real Canada and send it to you. I know you probably could. America's top hat. So. Yes, but I'm not allowed over there. Yes, you're not. Nor there, there was a uh, <clears throat> incident. Okay, I, I don't want to know. You can tell me <laughs> off the air. <laughs> All right. And a hush so. came over the crowd. Exactly. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. So. 
All right, guys. Thank you for uh, your input tonight. Dave, we'll start with you since you're always uh, the hosting. We'll give you first honors. Where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Instagram at Figments Reality and on Twitter at Figments Reality. Chuckles, where can you be found? I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. All right, and you can find me, Joe Qua, at Twitter, Instagram, at Joe Qua. You can also find me over at the resortloop.com DVC roundtable show and over at the Disney Dads podcast. I'm a new co-host over there with those guys, so uh, check us out over there as well. You can find us here at the Mickey Dudes podcast on Twitter and Instagram at the Mickey Dudes. Uh, do we still have the Facebook group, Dave? We have a Facebook page. We search a Facebook page. group. We have a Facebook We page. have the page. We have yes. the page, but, but if you want to join that too, Hit, make, search the Mickey Dudes, but check we out our logo there. Pretty, we get some pretty good traffic on that page, actually. Well, so we should maybe we promote it a little bit more, Dave. So. You could also email us, which we promised to check. Yes, yeah. we're going to start checking that now because uh, I don't like getting emails a year and a half later, Dave. So anyhow so but guys thank you all for listening to us tonight we appreciate it we appreciate all your support in 2020 we're hoping 2021 is even a better well it has to be a better year than 2020 was that's for sure but uh, uh until next time as dave would say when he hosts the show have a magical day Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.